0: This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.
1: There's levels to losing, okay? No, you're not expecting the Giants to beat the Niners, especially without Barkley. But you want them to be in the game.
2: The Giants, to me, have kind of been exposed as a team that when they face off against the most talented team, there's still a a large talent discrepancy. Coaching, they can get by if the talent is relatively close. But if the talent is a large difference, uh, like you see with the Cowboys games and the Eagles games, and it would certainly seem like with this Niners game, uh, it doesn't seem like they can hang with a team like that. We'll see Thursday night. This is ESPN and New York tonight
0: with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer.
2: I am Gordon Damer. Come say hello to me.
0: <laughs> on 98.7 ESPN. This Sunday,
1: Gordon will be walking around lot g I'll be the guy with
2: the big smile on his face.
1: Yes. Happy. Enjoying himself. Uh, Being with the people. Mm-hmm. Bringing people together.
2: Ticked off Jet fans? Yes. Ticked off maybe some Patriot fans. Who knows?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. They'll be unhappy with you because... uh, I I enjoy that. I know you do. I know you do. Fresh off uh, just beating them.
2: And and when the game's over and you come back out to the parking lot, there's a chance I still might be there.
1: I doubt that. What time is the, what time is the uh,
2: Dolphin game? Yeah, no, I got to get home for the games. Yeah, no, no. I got I to gotta be, be in front of the couch. I've got to be honest with you. I, I shied away from the, um, from the Sunday ticket this year. I thought there were going to be problems, and of course okay. everybody's raving about it. So all the mm-hmm. people that are enjoying the new Sunday ticket, it's because I didn't buy it. Okay. If I had purchased it this year, it would have been technical problems. It would have been this problem, that problem. So, But I've got the red zone now, mm-hmm. and that kind of that holds me over.
1: There's no halftime, too.
2: No, yeah, that kind of holds <laughs> me over. It just keeps and going. I re re-watch, I re-watch the Dolphin game during the week because they always re-air at different places. So Yeah, NFL um, Network usually. NFL Network, you can mm-hmm. find it. So um, Yeah, it's it's been good. It's, it's a good system. And look, if by not watching the Dolphin game live in some way in the cosmic universe allows them to be more successful because you're, the you're, world revolves around me, Larry, yes. well then so be it. I'll watch everything on tape delay. That's fine by me.
1: You'll sign up for it.
2: I'll sign... In blood, on the dotted line right now.
1: So you're Sunday ticketing this Sunday?
2: No, I'm not, I'm not doing any Sunday ticket this year.
1: I mean, that's, I mean, Red uh, Zone. Uh, You'd be red Zone, Red, yeah, red Zone Sunday.
2: all year. Yep, I okay. got the Red Zone. I got the games, and the Dolphins are on. Uh, you know, you got the Jets game. You got two Jet games. You got the, the Patriots game this week. You got a giant yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Um, they got the so Bills game at the end of the year. So the possibility that's you – know, you watch that on the regular network. So they have like six or seven games that I think I'm going to be able to see.
1: So now the- will you if – if the record stays the same, mm-hmm. will you watch those games or will you watch Sunday Ticket because you don't want to disturb what's going on? I mean the red zone.
2: The, the, the Jet game and the Giant, the two Jet games and the Giants games, I'll probably watch live. Okay. Although, you know hmm. what? If the Jets and Giants are playing at the same time, maybe what I do is I watch the other game. Yeah. Like when the Giants play in the Dolphins, I'll watch the Jet game in its entire and then go back later on. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see what it's like. I think that's week six.
1: Yeah, we'll see what happens by then. You got, lock you got and change.
2: Time. A lock, lock and change.
1: The Moments notice. It moments is the NFL. Notice. Yes. <laughs> You're one play away. Mm-hmm. You are one play away. Back to the phones. Bobby's in Belmar. Bobby, you're next on
3: 98.7. Yeah, hi, guys. Uh, before
4: I get to the football, I'm sorry. The Yankees uh, are standing two two grounds of two double plays and struck out twice. It's just twice the whole year. Uh, let me get to uh, the, the Giant linebacker, number one, first-round pick. Worry about your own play, okay? So I worry about the fans. You've been averaging best for a number one pick for the Giants. Okay, so just worry about your own play, okay? Now, let me get... To the Jets, to go on and go on and they got to beat the Patriots in Denver. Yeah. Don't forget Denver for now. Um, if they lose to New England, basically, I know it's early, but the season's over. You got you got the Eagles, Chiefs, you have Chargers, Giants, Buffalo, and Miami twice. You'll be lucky to win two of those games, okay? So that's five losses plus New England's loss makes it six losses, and the Dallas is seven losses. So that, the season is over. If they can't beat the Patriots, they lost three, six straight times with that to them without Brady.
5: I mean, you know, it's it, pretty bad. There's, yeah, know,
2: you're, you're, you're not wrong, Bobby. I understand what you're saying. Thanks, I Bobby. don't think that the season's over at one and two, but the, the opponent, the the fact that you've lost 14 in a row. I mean, Garrett Wilson was 15 years old the last time the Jets beat the Patriots. Oh, my God. He was 15. Oh he was a sophomore in high school.
1: It's crazy. That's crazy. Danny's in Long Island. What's up, Danny?
4: Good evening, guys. I don't usually get to hear this late. I'm usually sound asleep, but I'm uh, working a little overtime, something I refer to as paying the college tuition, 2023. <laughs> uh-huh. Investment. Well, you know, well the kid's gotta, someone's got to pay the bill. You know? If they don't pay that's the right. bill, you don't get the report card, and that's you know that's the way it works. So I yep. go to work, got to pay the got bills.
5: You. Got you.
4: Listen, I woke up this morning. I got the news that they were uh, dropping uh, ESPN FM, and I got nervous. So, you know, I went to the car, and I pushed the button, and, and the AM popped right on. You know, I changed, I reset the dials, and now I got 1050. I'm all ready to go. So, like, <laughs> I mean, wow, that was a that was a big scary moment there for me. I thought we were chopping the cage show, you know?
1: Oh no, no, God, no, Dan. People... You can, well, that, and that's not going to change till August of 2024. So no, you can you can go back thing. to, to fast your FM a
4: couple of times a day, going over to 1050, just so I don't miss out on anything.
1: Okay, so, sounds good.
4: Now listen, <laughs> to, further, to further torture the Jet fans, you know, two weeks into the AFC. And the carnage all over the conference is, like, Chargers 0-2, Buffalo at 1-1, Steelers poop, uh, the Chiefs, uh, the uh, Browns just lost their best running back, Chiefs don't look great, Bengals 0-2, the quarterbacks hurt. I mean, if this was the year, guys. This was the year everything was going to fall into place, and, and now it's, the season is over. I mean, it's a do not resuscitate order because – if they don't, even if they if they beat this New England team, you feel good about it. You beat New England. You beat you beat the dreaded Belichick. We all hate the man, but it just it just gives you hope that's really not there. Oh, we have a pulse. No, there's no pulse. So it's almost better for the Jets fans. I know. I know. I know. They don't want to hear this. To just let the corpse go. It's it's done because this kid is not going to take them to the promised land. And 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 that was what the goal was. It wasn't eight and eight. It wasn't make the playoffs. It was a deep playoff run and maybe even a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. And now that's gone. And the the sin of the year was both the coach and the GM vastly overrating their offensive line and bringing this kid in to be the primary backup quarterback. Because if any team in the NFL loses their starting franchise quarterback, in all, in all effect, the season's over. Mm-hmm. If Patrick Mahomes, God forbid falls down that's it the Chiefs are done but if you need a guy for one or two games or three games the Jets don't even have that so it really was a a, a really gross error to bring this kid back and if that was because of money or because it was their draft pick well that, that that's a bit that's shame on them then because this is business and business is business as they said in the Godfather right
2: yeah you're right this is the business we've chosen yeah
1: and business is business and I, Gordon, I got to say, I, I don't know if that's—I don't know if that's a general manager move. It's not a coaching move. It's
2: not a coaching move. That is a—that's a, that's on the the GM.
1: That's uh, the GM the and the owner.
2: of the offensive line. That's the GM sticking that's with Jack G- Wilson because you thought it couldn't hurt you. You don't want to trade away the number two pick in the draft. You mm-hmm. might be betting. That. That's the, that's a GM move. Well, the Wilson though, Gordon, might be GM and owner. Wow. You know, Part of the GM is convincing the owner. He didn't on what's do a good job for the organization, right? <laughs> those those are hard jobs to get, and it's not just this guy sitting in the room by himself. Sometimes you got to convince the owner this is the right thing to do. Yeah, and and clearly that was not the case. I would not say that the Jets season is over, uh-huh. because, again. Is it possible by getting to nine wins you can get into the playoffs this year? And forget, forget, forget about even getting the playoffs. I think you have to have some. You can't go this year, win five games, and then think that by adding a 40-year-old quarterback next year off mm-hmm. an Achilles injury that all of a sudden everything's going to be sunshine and rainbows. you got to win some games this year, and this is a winnable game. This is what a winnable game looks like for the Jets. So here's
1: the here's the biggest decision that this team has, Gordon. And that is, where are they? As you mentioned, after six games, if they're, if they are three and three, oh my or God. if they're even two and four, yeah. or if two they're even two and fine. four, yeah. okay, do they say, you know what, we got to go and get the quarterback? Mm-hmm. Do, see, see, that's the see, that's where. I kinda I understand what Danny's saying. And yeah, as far as the Super Bowl, no, that's gone. That that dream is dead. We got it. That's understood. But making the playoffs might not be. Because if, if he if he can get them to two and four, as you mentioned, Gordon, at worst, mm-hmm. you might decide to go out and get a quarterback. To help He's- them along. Because you you'll say, you know what? The offense is showing something. The defense is, you know, what we expected. They're playing better. they they're back in the games. We're in games. He can't do it. Okay, let's go out and get a quarterback. Now, if you go out and get a quarterback, now, Gordon, we're looking at, okay, maybe you can have meaningful games in December and possibly look into a playoff spot by using the same thing that Danny just talked about. Cincinnati's struggling.
2: Cleveland now with, with no running back. And Deshaun mm-hmm. Watson, you know, I mean, he's not getting great, better, but right? he's not great. And that, and, that, and that division might kind of cannibalize itself anyway with the Ravens yes. and, and all those teams kind of beating each other. So yeah. maybe – you know, one team finishes with 11 wins, but the next team finishes with nine. Yeah. And so you're looking at a scenario where
1: maybe, you know, only one team comes out of that division. Right. Possibly. Right. right? You, you know you're only getting one team out of the South. You would think. You know. Um, and I don't think you're getting two teams out of the West.
2: It, it's at least open right now. I don't know. It does seem hard for me to believe that the Chargers are going to be this bad, but you never know. You uh, never the know. The Chiefs are clear. I don't think it's the Raiders or Broncos for sure. No. I, see, I the problem. I think you have to get to two and four and see what it looks like at that yes, point. How did absolutely. you get that other win? Was it yes. a fluky kind of win and the defense was great? Does it look like the Bills win? Right. where it was a kind of a fluky win, but the defense yeah. was great, you just happened to make a play, and the quarterback wasn't great? Mm-hmm. Or is it the type of thing? Where, oh, in some ways, I'm almost worried like three and three might be more detrimental than two and four. Two and I gotta, four, I could see the defense being this, and the quarterback holding you back, and, and the team say, we can't do this, we owe the defense to go out there and get somebody who can play this position. Exactly, exactly.
1: I think, to be honest, I think they're gonna have to make a move anyway because yes. what is he going to Gordon, what is he going to show you over has the month? Has he next ever played month? six
2: straight games? No. I don't think he has. I don't think he has. I don't know. I gotta go back. It was that rookie year. how many games did he play that rookie year? I
1: don't year? remember. But but he I, you know, he's been hurt. I mean he's one one season he started hurt. <laughs> you know?
2: So you know, last I, year he started hurt and right? then they miss, he missed the first three, right? I think it was the last three. first three he missed last yeah, year he missed the was first, first three.
1: four. Right. And then remember, he was benched twice mm-hmm. last year. Yep. So Absolutely. it wasn't last year that he played a bunch in a row. If he did, it would have to be his his rookie year. I yeah, tell He, you he while, missed while the Gordon... first
2: three last year, then played right. one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, and then the seventh game was that Patriots game. That was the second Patriots game. And then he okay. got benched after that. So he played seven games in a row last year. Mm-hmm. And then 2021. Let's see. 2021. He played one, two, three, four, five, six. Got hurt. Was inactive for four games, and then played one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Mm-hmm. So, so he has played. He's not. He's, he's he's played seven in a row, but okay. He's not exactly Cal Ripken of no. the NFL. And and, and and Jim Marshall.
1: And the worst thing is. He hasn't really given you a lot of hope in those games. No. So I think honestly, he's just—I think for them, he ha- we have to—he has to get us to this point before we can make a move for another quarterback. It's too early. You can't get another quarterback now, Gordon.
2: No, it's too early right it's now. It's too early. And, and you know, it's funny because you look at that rookie season. You kind of forget because it's kind of a wash now. Yeah. But like he had games. Well, he wasn't he, bad. He wasn't terrible. Yep. Yeah. Now, he took too many sacks. The turnovers are an issue. But he, he's had, game, he had a game that first year against Tennessee. He threw two touchdowns, threw for 297 yards. They won by a field goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's, ha- he's had some individual performances which are not as bad as we all kind of envision him being where he's just a non-factor in these games. It's almost like he's regressed. He's
1: the ultimate tease. He's the ultimate tease. They're looking at those games. And they say, see, he can do this. We've seen him do it. And so they keep pushing him. But Gordon, they're going to have to make a decision. They're going to have to get another quarterback and then figure this out in the offseason, all right? But at this point, uh, if you can get to that six-game situation, that six-game scenario where you're at 500 or a game or two under 500, uh, two and four, got to make a move for a quarterback. Yeah,
2: and, and, and we Gordon talk about Bean, the Jets owing the Patriots one here. Yeah, we we'll have to look Zach Wilson. Definitely Wilson. Your worst performances yes, have come against this winning. guy. Like yeah. this is like the Rocky scene, right? Where the montage is going with four <laughs> interceptions and this. This is the mo- This is the time. If this they, is it. If not now, when? Yeah, got to do it here at home.
1: Will people be? Uh,
2: People will be uh, – if he goes him, out there and played really well against Belichick and they beat the Patriots, that place would be up for grabs.
1: It would be. It would, it would be unbelievable. It would be unbelievable. But because Gordon and I are doing our due diligence, we have some suggestions for backup quarterbacks. Okay. We'll do that and your call is next on 98.7 ESPN.
0: this is espn new york tonight with larry hardesty and gordon damer on 98.7 espn
1: matt you are next on
6: 98.7 hey how are you guys doing hey matt so i initially had called in because i wanted to weigh in on a previous caller's take on joe douglas and why he's not on the hot seat um so that's Point number one I want to make, and then I want to segue into the whole Zach Wilson and Robert Salah situation. Mm -hmm. So in regards to Joe Douglas, I absolutely do not believe he's on the hot seat. So if you look at where the roster was in 2020 when he inherited and where you look at it now, it's literally revamped entirely. You You got studs all over the place. 2022 was a... Franchise-changing draft class, you know, Sauce and, and Wilson were arguably the t- two of the best players in the entire draft, and they weren't even the first taken in their position. Traded up, got Jermaine Johnson, Brees Hall, whatever, you know, so on and so forth. And 2020 and 2021, I don't think are really as bad as everyone makes them out to be, you know. 2020, they signed Bryce Huff as an undrafted free agent. You know, 2021, traded up to get Farrah Tucker and all the trades that he's done. But I will say this, Matt. Adam?
1: I will say this, Matt, and I'll let you finish. But when you blow, and you know this, when you're a GM and you blow a quarterback with the number two overall pick, it's very hard to get up from that. I'm just telling you, very it's very hard to the point that you had to expand, give up more draft capital to get an even older quarterback. Now, with all due respect to Aaron Rodgers, listen—he was the best quarterback available, and I would have made the move. I didn't think he was coming, but I would have made the move if I were the Jets because I needed the quarterback. Matt, it's hard to get up from blowing that that major quarterback. It just is. And the offensive line—you well, didn't mention that, Matt. This offensive line is still still not good.
6: Yeah, I mean, the
1: Zach Wilson's thing
2: and the offensive line are really the only two arguments that. But those I feel are big. Like <laughs> to <like>
6: to <laughs> but those are big. I mean, Matt. That, Zach, other than the assassination, I mean, Mrs. Lincoln, out, he, how was he, the play? He went out and got Aaron Rodgers, though. Like, what else do you have But he wouldn't to have do? had to get like, Aaron I Rodgers. Get, I get, I get he Zach have Olsen had to get me. was the second overall pick, but he wasn't ready to start, and we all knew that. And that's, and that's the, also his mistake. That way we <laughs> you're in at that. the time.
1: All right, so give me your and, other point. Well, give me your other point.
6: Yeah, so then the second point is that if anyone is on the hot seat, it's got to be the coaching staff because – they're so conservative with Zach Wilson that they can't unleash him. We all see that he has these, sure. these, you know, occasional spurts where he just absolutely lights it up, and he looks like, oh, this guy has the ability to run. He has all the armed talent in the world, but he just doesn't have the mental headspace to put it together, which is why right. having Aaron Rodgers coming in. So, Matt, here's where I
1: will agree with you, and thanks for the phone call. Here's where I will agree with you. Should they have brought in a a veteran head coach, a veteran head coach, a veteran quarterback when he first got here? Absolutely. They should have done that. They should have known from what they saw with workouts and everything and the whole OTAs and everything in the preseason, they should have known that he was not ready to be a starter, okay? So for that, you are right. They should have done a better job there. But Matt, come back to us. I mean, there's been a play here or a play there that he's done well, okay? It hasn't been consistent. If it had been consistent, Gordon, they wouldn't have had to go out and get Aaron Rodgers. They would have gotten a veteran backup a little better than Joe Flacco. They would have gotten a better better veteran backup, and they would have tried to nurse him
2: along. Did he just say that they haven't unleashed Zach Wilson?
1: That's what he said. What the hell is he talking about,
2: Larry? (laughs) Well, I mean, unleash him. He's unleashed them on the Jets, on the Jets fans. They've unleashed him on there. I, are we saying that Joe Douglas has done everything wrong? No. He's, he's, I, 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 he would almost have to hit some picks because he's had so many picks. Yeah, and and Sauce is great, and Wilson's great, and Brees Hall, when, he, when he's healthy, he, he's been fantastic. He looked fantastic last year before he went down, and when he went down, the season went down with him. And Vera Tucker's a, a, a nice player. But he, that first draft was a, was a complete wash. They took back to – I mean, nothing on that draft worked out. The second draft, he, he, he used the second overall pick on, on, on Zach Wilson. He, I, I mean, he's had one really good draft. Uh-huh. The biggest issue coming in was the offensive line. It's still a major issue. And he traded away one quarterback or got rid of one quarterback, brought in another quarterback, and, and made it worse. Yeah, They had the third pick in the draft – The guy was so bad they had to get rid of him after, what was it, three years, four years? Mm -hmm. And then they brought in somebody who's been significantly worse. Yeah. Yeah. Now, look,
1: give him credit for, like you said, last year's draft was very good. Give him credit for the Jamal Adams move. Very good. Great trade. All-time great trade. Absolutely. Give him credit. Did a fabulous job. But on the other side, unfortunately, you know, when you're doing the scales, the fact that through free agency, trades, and drafts, the offensive line looks the way the offensive line looks is not good. It's not good,
2: and just to be clear, we're not saying he said that Joe Douglas is not on the hot seat. We agree right. with you; he's not on the hot. He's seat. not. Should he be on the hot seat? If we're talking he's about here. making changes, who is more responsible for this, for where the Jets are at?
1: Yeah, Sala Sala only plays who you give me. He don't. He he He's not the. Only, he's in the room, but he's not the only person that chooses. He's in the room, but Gordon, as you
2: and I know, there's a lot of coaches that have been overruled. It's funny we're <laughs> blaming Robert Sala for a lot of things. I didn't think that we would be blaming him for not unleashing Zach Wilson. <laughs> let him go, free yeah, let, Zach Wilson. Let him rip it, free. And then Zach as soon as Wilson. that goes, that, as soon as that goes, why are you not running the ball more often? Why, why are you let? Why are you letting him ruin the game for us?
1: More of your calls next on 98.7 ESPN.
0: This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.
4: The most important thing is that he knows the whole offense that didn't play well. You know, I think he played, I think he played, you know, good. He had good, great plays in there. He just needs, we just need to make sure to keep his confidence high because when his confidence is high, he's a a damn good player. And he had, uh, in my time with him, the best week of practice he had had, he was throwing absolute dimes
0: all practice.
1: Connor McGovern talking about his quarterback, Zach
2: Wilson, on 987 ESPN. Gordon Damer. Was that part of the defense's plan to boost the confidence of Zach Wilson by taking it easy? Oh, look, you completed another one.
1: Listen, the way they wow, played against. You're
2: really dealing out there, Zach. Uh not the way
1: they played against Dallas.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe, they, not.
1: Maybe, maybe not. Maybe <laughs> not. Maybe that led a little carryover there. Maybe so. Maybe so. Uh Mike's in the car. What's up, Mike?
6: Hey, guys. Firstly, I just wanted to comment on uh, Zach's performance the last few weeks. I think if you compare it to last year, he's actually a lot more accurate. Like, take the side that the first week he's stepping into the game. He's not expecting to play at all. Like, the circumstances are crazy. And then second week he's arguably going against the best defensive football right now. And then second, I didn't really understand your guys' comment before that you'd be better off going two and four than three and three because if you get through this stretch playing buffalo belichick dallas kansas city philadelphia and in denver three and three why would you even need to make quarterback change like whatever quarterback you bring in isn't going to win a super bowl anyway and you're going to just have to get them up to speed and get up to chemistry with the rest of the team like why not just roll with zach at that point
2: well we were presenting it Mike as a scenario that you you turn out to be 3 and 3 but it's you're winning in spite of the quarterback right the defense is is pulling off plays and 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 and, and holding opponents to 10 points and the quarterback is still the uh, impediment to you really feeling good about where you're at so I, I but i agree with you if they were to go 3 and 3 I think the inclination within the building would be, hey, we're 3 and 3 with Zach. We're not going to get somebody up to speed, but I don't think that they would look at it honestly. At 2 and 4, I think that they would look at it honestly and say the one area where if we just got league average production out of the quarterback position, we could be a playoff team this year even at 2 and 4. And that's and that's really
1: where if you're a Jet fan, you want to know where the organization is. All right, what is what is the organization's goal? Okay. I know what Robert Sala's goal is. Robert Sala's goal is to win as many games as possible. Okay? If I can find a way to get me to the postseason, I need to get to the postseason. I want you to do whatever it can. You can to do that. If it means bringing in another quarterback, I mean, you know, of course he's going to give a united front to the media, Gordon, but I mean, in, in or, you know, in in discussions, if what you're seeing is not going well, then you need to make a change. Now, does it mean that the front office is on the same agreement? Not always. The front office may say, listen, we're sticking with Zach. Let's see what he does. Let's go as far as we can with him, and then we'll make an evaluation at the end of the year. If, if he's really bad, then we know what we have to do going forward, but we're not winning a Super Bowl this year, so why am I going to bring in – You know, another quarterback who I'm also going to have to pay. And then I'm. what am I going to do with him? And the draft capital, I had to get to get said quarterback. And then I've got Aaron Rodgers coming back in next year. And so on and so forth. So really, the question is not what you and I think. The question is, what, what is the goal for this season now? For this Jet team, front office, and coach? Because, Gordon, it's always not on the same page.
2: No, it is not. And this would be the one win- – it sounds crazy to say it's a winnable game when it's a team you've lost to 14 14- <laughs> for seven straight years. But it is. But when you look at the options – Compared to Dallas,
1: it's a winnable game. Right.
2: This defense <laughs> – the, the Patriots' defense is good. It's not the Cowboys' defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know if it's the Bills' defense. Right. Exactly. So, um, I would think that Zach – and I would disagree. I think Zach played re- well in the Buffalo game. I don't mm-hmm. think he played well Sunday. You weren't asking him to play well. He wasn't the reason you lost the game, but he completed 44% of his passes.
1: Yeah, it's not good. And see, once again, which, and this is not his fault. Okay. Nobody expected him to have to come into the game against Buffalo, but realistically Buffalo prepared for Aaron Rodgers. They did not prepare for Zach Wilson. Okay. So, you know, it's a little different and for him, Gordon really there's no pressure. You're coming into the game, you know, you you're the backup quarterback. You're 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 prepared. Okay? I don't think he had Gordon he had no snaps with the first team, I would think. I would not. Not all week. It, yeah. You know. So you, the the he played well in the first game and you give him credit for that cuz he was ready. He knew what he had to do. Second game not so much. So this And, and one, the other
2: aspects of the team were better in the first game. Absolutely. No question.
1: You know, it wasn't even close. I mean, the defense was far better, far better. They had three, they had four turn, three turnovers. You got none. You had, you had opportunity. to have one, but you didn't get it. Dave's in the car. What's up, Dave?
3: Hey, thanks guys for having me in. I just want to ask a question, and uh, and then I have I have one question, and then I have a kind of a statement as to why I'm asking the question. <clears throat> Don't you think right now with all the confusion? we're getting from a coaching staff that has nearly a century's worth of coaching. I'm really trying to look at the Jets organization. Now you throw in Joe Douglas, you have a lot of football, high football acumen uh, coaching on those sidelines. And you have a lot of the same players who wore Mike white t-shirts last year. And now we turn it around. Aaron Rodgers comes and puts his hands in this organization. And now you're trying to resell, a different version of the quarterback that was despised last year and really deemed unplayable. So consider those factors. Don't you think that the ownership of the New York Jets, way above Douglas, needs to have some type of press conference, do something a little bit unprecedented and say, this is the direction we're going in, we're all in this together? Because unless he does that, I'm trying to figure out on a regular basis, Whose idea is this to to sell this United front and Wilson? Because we know that this team won't even have a winning record with Wilson. Who are we really kidding here?
1: Well, I think, Dave, what they're trying to do, and thanks for the phone call, is this. What they're they're trying to say is what Zach Wilson didn't do this year, he he had to do and was forced to do and did a better job of in the offseason. I mean, Gordon. When your head coach says read a book, that tells me he didn't even he he was not up to up to, he wasn't as current in the playbook as he should have been. Now, clearly, that was not the case this off season because, a there was a new playbook, so he had to study this one, and he had a he had a person that was that could give him cheat codes to the book, right, <laughs> to, to to help him understand what it is. So the team was able to see a harder working Zach Wilson. The team was able to see a better prepared Zach Wilson. Didn't mean that the team was going to see a better talented Zach Wilson, Gordon, because we really don't know what his talent ceiling is now. Okay. I don't know that we've seen the best. We've seen a lot of bad, but I don't know that we've seen the best. So that's what they were quote selling unquote. The fact that, he, he he was different. He matured a little bit. I mean, and let's face it, Dave, Gordon, I mean, in this sense, if you went through what that kid went through last year, the Mike White t-shirts, Gordon, benched twice, unhealthy scratch in hockey terms. Okay? Here's what, here's what they said to you. I know you're healthy. You're not good enough to play. We're taking your uniform for this game. I mean... That's a heck of a statement. That says a lot. And they didn't do it once, Gordon. They did it twice. So I would think just as a competitor, because I'm not going to take his competitorship away. He's a competitor. He wants to, anybody that went through that, Gordon, wants to prove I can play this game. No, let me show you. I will do whatever it takes. Maybe I skated. Maybe I took some shortcuts, whatever. But I'm going to show you I can play this game. And so I think he's, I will say this. I believe he's better prepared than he was last year, but Gordon, I, I, I think preparation is only part of it. You have to question whether he has the talent to get away with it. He has the arm strength, but has he, has he improved seeing the field? Has he improved looking defenders away? I think he did a decent job looking a defender away, hitting, uh, you know, uh, uh, Wilson on the touch, Gary Wilson on the touchdown. But the question is, can you do it consistently? Yeah, we saw him step up in the pocket and run down the field instead of rolling left or right or backwards. Those are small steps. So you give him that credit. But once again,
2: it's year three. I mean, some of these things should have been, we, we should have seen earlier. Well, I, when you're talking about benching the former second pick overall in the draft halfway through his second season, you know something's really wrong. You knew something's really wrong. And we talk about his physical gifts. He does have physical gifts. It seems like a lot of the guys who are drafted super high that are busts, they have those physical gifts. And that's what, them, that's what gets them drafted that high because you figure, well, if they've got the physical gifts, you can't teach those. We can teach them everything else. Ryan Leaf, Demarcus Russell, you know, those guys, they had physical gifts, but they still were busts as a result. I think the United front thing was as a way to kind of throw us off the scent of last year because it wasn't just the Mike White. We saw guys openly on the field. I don't remember if it was Elijah Moore. I think Elijah Moore did it once. I want to say Garrett Wilson freaked out a little bit after a bad throw last Mm -hmm. year. He did. So it was clear that these guys don't jive with that guy. So now because he's he's the last boat out of town and there's no deal to make, they want to present this united front because it's, everybody's going down with the ship. If, if, if Wilson can't be halfway decent, they're all screwed.
1: It's really, Gordon, what you said that the fans should do at the stadium on Sunday.
2: Give them a round of applause. Try so that's really boost what up the team, his spirit that's what, they, that's what they were trying to do.
1: That's what they're doing. Yeah. That's what they're doing. It's their way of saying, listen, last year was last year. We understand it. It wasn't good. All right. Uh, you know, you did you had your issues, we had our issues, both of us were wrong, we're behind you. We see you doing other things, getting better, trying to improve, trying to get better, trying to do put in the work that we all put in last year. Okay, we're trying to pump you up. It's it's we're we're riding you. We're we're behind you. And so they're trying that. So it's not really a United front that they're putting on. They're really trying to give the kids some confidence because I mean his confidence had to be shook to have a season he had last year, Gordon. Yeah. I mean, he's a, I mean, this
2: kid's been playing since he was in what? Biddy. <laughs> yeah. Pony and he probably felt like, wait a second, I was just drafted second overall. Yeah. and I'm already getting benched and pulled and uh, they're going to Mike White and they're going to Chris Strebler. The fans are chanting for Chris Strebler, so. <laughs> It was a. Uh, it, it, it was about as bad as it could get, and I think that a lot of the the, the comments by Robert Sal at the end of the year, he just sounded exasperated. He was he just was. like done talking about Zach Wilson as a topic. He just couldn't take it anymore. So, yeah,
1: yeah. I understand. Gordon was like, I keep telling my son to do these things, and he's just not listening. I'm frustrated. I don't know who to turn to. That's what it is. That mm-hmm. that and that's what it was last year. Not, not a good look. So, But, Gordon, all that could change with a win. You get a win on Sunday.
2: Oh, my gosh. People will be back on the bandwagon. That bandwagon will fill up very quickly. You get a win on Sunday. Mm-hmm. It's a totally different thing.
1: Totally different thing. More of your conversation next on 98.7 ESPN.
0: This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.
1: Gordon, before we get to the phone calls, I got to tell you, there are several shows and there have been several different shows over the years. The latest one is on MTV and it's called Unfaithful. Okay. And Gordon, just in perusing these shows, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) not that I'm giving advice. Okay, but it's just an observation. Everybody that has a phone has a camera. When you think you're hiding, everybody knows. Everybody knows. I don't care how many times you change cars,
2: I don't care how many meeting places you set up, (laughs) you're always found. This is not Joe Pesci in Casino where he's it's driving not. one car into the garage <laughs> and he's getting into another. He's leaving in that car. Not You're not as slick as you think you
1: are. No, everybody no. knows. Everybody knows. It's as clear as anything. Everybody knows. Just a, just a warning. Everybody knows. 1-800-919-3776. Uh, Charlie's in the Bronx. What's up, Charlie.
5: Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, Larry, I'm with you all the way. Uh, Definitely a Jet win this Sunday. will get everyone fired up. I need to see a better game against New England. That's just the bottom line. But I have a few things I'd like to get off my chest. Um, I mean, the biggest thing with Zach, in my opinion, he's not the guy. Uh, But at the same time, he's not a bum. You know, it's just what I saw this Sunday – If that happened his rookie year, I think we'd all be really getting excited about it, right? He throws a rocket down the middle for the touchdown. He has the other throw where he evades Parsons, and, uh, you know, he's rolling out. He makes the throw. It just gets called back on the holding. You know, you see some good things, but overall, the whole experience, right, he doesn't take accountability, you know, in the past with, with, uh, you know, how things went. Uh, The bottom line is, with the previous quarterback, right? It's not even that far off. It's pretty recent with Sam Darnold. You know, he Sam didn't have a a, a unit like this with the talent and the skill players. No, he didn't. Uh, and the expectations. Now, he wasn't granted to go in with, with having Rodgers, but still, um, if they're going to really make a run, I don't think it's going to be Zach Wilson.
1: Yeah, I hear what you're saying, Charlie. Thanks for the phone call. I mean, if it is Zach Wilson, it means that the defense has just been unbelievable. Gordon, this is what it means. It means the defense has been unbelievable, out of its mind. And, and you've
2: got to maybe be a little lucky here and there. Yeah. And then Zach has progressed a little bit. Yeah. From where he has been.
1: And your running game is fabulous. Yes. <laughs> your run game is great. And listen, your your the field goal your field goal kicker Zerline's going crazy. He's kicking fifty. He's kicking forty five. He's kicking forty. He's kicking fifty eight. Well, know, I Denver, think one thing that cook-
2: Robert Sala can do this week. Yes. Make sure Brees Hall gets more than four catches. Absolutely.
1: And Dalvin Cook as well. And Dalvin Cook as well. Dave's in Hawthorne. What's up, Dave?
7: Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. So, looking at the way the AFC has kind of gone so far, understanding it's a long season, you've already seen the Bengals be out of sorts. Obviously, Kansas City's going to be there in the end. But looking at this Jets roster, the roster itself is – pretty darn good, and I, I think looking at this game against the Patriots, who are a fine team, but they're nothing special, I think this has to be a little bit of a referendum on, on Zach Wilson, that he wasn't very good last year against them. If they had done anything offensively, they would have won the games. and what is Bill, uh, what is Bill Belichick going to do? He's going to disguise coverages, they're going to have exotic blitzes, and they're going to try to take away the easy things and make Zach Wilson have to go through progressions and, you know, do things that are a little bit more challenging on top of obviously having a line that isn't so great. If Zach Wilson can't get it done in any form now and they end up with 10 points at the end of the game, I think you have to be hard and fast about it. You know, it's not worth saying, hey, let's see if this works a few more weeks. If Wilson shows no improvement this week against a fine but not great Patriots team, I think the writing's on the wall. I think you have to try to go get a quarterback because realistically – I think this roster is good enough to, to do
1: to do something in the playoffs. Dave, I will agree with you, and thanks for the phone call. But I need to see also, Gordon, what does Nathaniel Hackett come up with? This is now not a rookie play caller, okay, that you had in Mike LaFleur for two years, going against a veteran, you know, w- defensive genius in Bill Belichick. This is a seasoned coordinator. So along with having to run the football more, Gordon, I want to see what he comes up with with a game plan that's got to be something that allows Wilson, I'm not saying unleash him, but I'm saying it's got to allow him to do some other things in the pass game because you know Belichick is good. Everybody's going to stack the box. Okay, so what are you going to do? How are you going to get the run game going? How are you going to get some plays moving down the field? What are you going to do to make this kid's life easier? Okay. And here's the thing you know about Belichick you can't, he is, he is opponent specific. You can't look at what he did against uh, Tua and say he's going to do this against Wilson. He doesn't work that way. He's opponent specific. So you got to go back. And you got to look at all all the things he's done against Zach Wilson, and say, okay, this is what he did. What is he going to do this time? Is he going to do something like this? Is he going to do something like that? That's what you have to prepare this kid for, because looking at having Wilson look at other videos of other quarterbacks, that's not going to work. He is opponent specific, Gordon. He's going to do what because he knows what Zach Wilson's weaknesses are, and that's what he's going to take going to take. So try to take advantage of
2: And take great delight in. Absolutely. Take great delight in. He is just, um, he's drawn up something right now. And with the way that Zach Wilson has played against the Patriots, oh. chances are it's going to be something really good. Yeah. Uh, because Zach has not been good against the Patriots. And uh, he has got, the, the Jets have to come up with something. Like, it doesn't have to be a deep game plan. Can no. you give me some, and just and just stick with, Figure out two or three things that he's mm-hmm. comfortable with. Yes, and and see if you can get something out of that because um, you can't throw too much at him. Nope. It just feels like uh, it's a it's a tough situation. It's it is. Um, but it's it, this is this is what a winnable game looks like. If Zach Absolutely. Wilson is ever going to d- slay the dragon, this mm-hmm. might be his final chance. Yeah, against I mean, the Patriots.
1: I mean, Gordon, I saw. Uh, I think for one play. Maybe two, probably just one, since they didn't really have the running backs running the ball. I mean, I saw Hall and Cook in the lineup in the backfield at the same time. And I was like, hey, that's good. I like to see that, you know, where where you got Cook as the blocker Mm because he's a very good block in case somebody comes on a blitz. And you got Hall with the speed. All he needs is a slither of space to make a big play. I mean, something of that nature. I need to see more... Of that lineup, so at least it's something that Belichick has got to say. Oh, okay, I wasn't expecting that. Oh, they did that. All right. So what's going on with that? What What are they doing off that? You know, I just I need Hackett to come up with something that puts his quarterback in the position that you're not asking him to do much. I just need you on the second down here, and, and go. Can, can you come? Give me some up tempo. I need something else. Okay, I need something that you're putting to Belichick that he's not expecting. That's what I'm looking
2: for. That would be nice for a change, right? Give him something yeah. he's not expecting. Uh, that doesn't happen very often. And the no, Jets, yeah, I, I wasn't sure. For, I wasn't positive. But yeah, the Jets' final game of the regular season is against the Patriots. Of course uh, it's it not is. not until January. So for Zach Wilson, if you don't win this game on Sunday, the chances of you still being the quarterback, which are already pretty remote, on January 7th, they, they drop down. I don't know how low they already are, but mm. they drop down even further. Yeah, it's not it might be not, like Mr. Blutowski's grade point average in Animal House. Zero wow. point zero. Huh. That's not good. <laughs> well, this is the t- I went through the numbers. Mm-hmm. Against the Patriots, he's completing under 50% of his passes. He had one game where he threw for the 355, but he, and in four games, he's got two touchdowns and seven interceptions.
1: That's what Bill does to you.
2: He's not the first one. He's but not. And if he, if he doesn't do it this week, it might be the last time he gets the chance yeah. at
1: him. It's, it's it's what he does. He makes you see what you think is there, but it's not. Ghosts. Conversation continues on 98.7 ESPN.
3: Mr. Blutowski. Zero point zero.
0: This is ESPN New York tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.